Again, I observed all the oppressions that take place under the sun. I saw the tears of the oppressed with no one to comfort them. The oppressors have great power, and their victims are helpless. So I concluded that the dead are better off than the living. But most fortunate of all are are those who are not yet born, for they have not seen all the evil that is done under the sun. Ecclesiastics 4, verse 1 to 3. I am your host, Alpha Mike, and you are listening to podcast number 281, Fusion Center, as we continue in our journey into the law enforcement realm, looking at behind the curtains, what in the world do they do? Some citizens believe that the only thing law enforcement does is drive around, write tickets, and uh, if you're a demi, kill people. But that's not necessarily true. The behind the scenes is a lot of stuff that does good for the community and for those that are listening here today. The behind the scenes keeps everybody safe. It's a lot of hard work. Today we dive into the Fusion Center and how that's going to protect you. But before we get into that, we're going to continue with our uh, roster. Uh, Next week, November 30th, Real-Time Policing, episode 282, we'll discuss how real-time policing is really helping the community. Then December 7th, Duty Weapons, Tactical and Sidearms, episode 283, we discuss the different weaponry that officers use. December 14th, we go into the Wise Guy series discussing the Genovese crime family and a very mysterious person that very little has been written about um, in the last... uh, I would say 80-something years, the mysterious Sandino. December 21st, episode 285, is OCB, Organized Crime Bureau. What what have they been doing lately? And we round off the end of season five as myself and my new co-host, M&M, discuss the beginning of season six, what you can expect. That is episode 286. So we got uh, a lot of things on the agendas and um, we are going to definitely do a lot more on law enforcement. You know, a lot of the defund police, defund this and all that baloney is all about ignorance. Knowing the realm of what these agencies actually do would keep that nonsense out of people's mouth to defund the police. Why? Because it just doesn't make sense. It's a global picture of how you are protected. So without any further ado, it's time to get the short bus and the clowns. Episode 281, Fusion Center. 
Don't miss it. The Fusion Center was born from the tragedy of September 11th, where many Americans lost their lives. Many law enforcement officers, firefighters, first responders, and citizens. As a result of that event, it was quickly discovered how dysfunctional the intelligence, communication really was involving public safety. Now, a lot of the intel works real spot on for, let's say, CIA and the military and the FBI. But the local police were left trying to figure things out. September 11th brought all that to light. As a result, these fusion centers was created. It was actually the most important thing they've could have done in reforming police as a result of 9-11. Prior to this, it was more begging the FBI for information. There was nothing really in real time. Everything was spoon-fed on intelligence. So how in the world was local law enforcement going to step up to protect its citizens if it's getting spoon-fed information? Now... Back then, we might have been a country, September 11th of 2001, that was more united. At least we were following those events. But behind the curtain, behind the scenes, people didn't know that law enforcement agencies really were not talking to each other. And this was the beginning of an intelligence center that was badly needed. Organized structure where intel was there, investigated, and there would be a strict policy on how to obtain it, investigate it, move it forward, and information at the ready. The purpose of these fusion centers that were created were to detect, prevent, and prepare for the threat to public health and safety, mostly in a terrorist encounter, but not solely in a terrorist encounter. 
So detecting it was going to go hand in hand on investigations that were out there that were crude, critical to public safety. As a result, that information would be fed into the fusion center and it could be disseminated from there. Preventing, most important. We know there's a hole in the fence. We're going to close that gap and preparing. Today, more than ever, law enforcement agencies around the country are more prepared than they were in 2001. And there's a lot of work that has to go into that preparation. They're ready for the threat. Now, how do they handle the information? Through a very strict policy and procedure. Through the Intelligence Reform and Terrorism Prevention Act of 2004, federal law will dictate how all this information would be disseminated. You see, most of the intel in the information was in federal hands already. That wasn't the problem. The problem were states, counties, and local cities and towns that didn't have that intel at the ready. They had to go into a situation like they did in 9-11, blindsided. That was not smart policing back in 2001. Who do you blame? You really don't blame anybody because unfortunately things have to happen to find out that you are on the wrong road. The fusion centers today have brought that problem to rest. Currently, nationwide, there are 79 fusion centers established. Now, each state in the United States has a single hub of information. So every state, there are 50, for all Libby's that might be listening, has a fusion center where or clearing house of intel that is shared between agencies in that state on potential threats and situations that may occur in the state. And that information is also relayed to the federal government and the federal government to those specific states. Today, they have more information at their fingertips than they ever had. The one in the state that I live in, as my beautiful governor likes to call it, Florida's Freedom State, was established in 2007 in the capital of Florida, Tallahassee. And that fusion center runs, it is the main hub in Florida, and it's called the FFC. That fusion center will uh, be the lead for all other ones. Fusion center operations are 24-7 
no sleep for the weary. They are open every day, taking information in, analyzing it, and doing the mission call of preventing, detecting, preventing, and preparing. In many states, there might be a simple number you can call if you want to give a tip. I'm sure that our friends over in law enforcement have not really done a stellar job when it comes to getting those numbers out. For example, here in Florida, if you have information concerning public safety that might be a risk or a threat and you don't want to call your local police department, you can call 1-855-FLA-SAFE. And that information will be disseminated, if it's credible, to the agency where you live and all the way around the state. The reporting agency could be your local police department that serves you by just calling them, dialing 911 and telling them what you see. Now, all agencies that are a part of these fusion centers, depending the size of your state, will probably determine how many you will have. But they all have to live under the guidance of federal law and federal rules. All agencies in the fusion center must be part of and in an agreement to a mutual understanding or a memorandum of understanding. So it's simply said it is the rules of conduct to be part of the mission statement for the fusion center. There is a strict training requirement too for all fusion centers and that comes out of federal law and it dictates mostly what uh, the federal government can and cannot divulge. Uh, It's something I guess that has some type of credibility, right? You just can't give all information, especially if you have an ongoing situation uh, in another part of the region or another type of investigation. So under the rules that they've come up with, the Criminal Intelligence System Operating Policy, it is governed under uh, 28 CFR Part 23 and it's an executive order 12291 it's a little extensive we're not going to go all into it but we'll talk about uh, 28 CFR Part 23 that governs a fusion center and we'll kind of talk about their policies operating procedures uh, number one, they have their purpose. Number two, their background. Number three, applicability. Number four, operating principles. Number five, funding guidelines. And number six, monitoring and auditing of grants for the funding of the intelligence system. Okay? So the purpose 
of the Fusion Center and its governance is uh, regulation to ensure that all criminal intelligence systems operate through a support under the Omnibus Crime Control and Safety Streets Act of 1968. Going a little bit back there. So that's another governing principle. Background, it is recognized that certain criminal activities, including but not limited to loan sharking, drug trafficking, trafficking, and stolen property, gambling, extortion, smuggling, bribery, corruption of public officials often involve some degree of regular coordination and permit organizations involved a large number of participants over a broad geographical area. So it deals with common criminal activity as well, not only terrorist uh, individuals. Uh, applicability, uh, the stand, the policy standards are applicable to all criminal intelligence systems operating through the support under the Omnibus Crime Control and Safety Streets Act 1968. Operating principles of a project shall collect and maintain criminal intelligence information concerning an individual only if there is reasonable suspicion that the individual is involved in a criminal conduct or activity and the information is relative to that criminal conduct or activity. And then it breaks it down with a, a B, a C, a D. It gets really into the fine uh, the weeds about federal law and, and so forth. And for the sake of time, we're not going to go into that. But uh, what I read really comes uh, to, you know, it explains it well. So as we continue to go down, we go into the funding guidelines and the following funding guidelines shall apply to all criminal control acts funded, discretionary assistance awarded, and the Bureau of Justice Assistance, BGA, formula granting program subgrant, the purpose of which is to support the operation of the intelligence system. The intelligence system shall only be funded where a guaranteed subguaranteed agrees inherit adhered to the principles set forth above and the projects meets the following criteria then it breaks down the criteria the purpose of collecting and exchanging criminal information blah 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 I could be here all day boring you with this but basically what it's saying is the information has to be credible and there has to be a standard for collecting it reviewing it investigating and uploading it to all the fusion centers in the nation. If we continue to see the importance of this, there are old antiquated laws from 1968 it's a part of. It's also a part of more modern laws, but it's rooted in one principle, and that is to safeguard American citizens. It does talk about there is a lot of training that is needed, and a lot of that training comes from the homeland security. 
Now, I know a lot of people don't have any confidence in their federal government nowadays, but Homeland Security should, the employees now, should pretty much know what they're doing. Now, I can't say the same for their leadership, of course. The Fusion Center, in closing, is a clearinghouse that is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's safeguarding all of us. It is a lot of intelligence operation happening every day. The funding for it comes through, of course, from the federal government to the all 50 states and whatever other ways that they funded through grant programs through the, the Bureau of Justice. And it works. The reason I know it works is because it's been around for 22 years now, and we're getting the kinks out of things. It's important for us to understand policing is just not driving around. There's a lot of behind the scenes. As you know, it is a tough business, and not everybody wants to be a cop nowadays. Well, this is Alpha Mike. I hear the police sirens coming to get me. It's been my honor and pleasure to be your host on episode 281 of Raider Cop Podcast. Continue to pray for yourself because without you, we have nothing. Continue to pray for the law enforcement agencies that serve you. And most important, continue to pray for the United States of America. This is Alpha Mike, and I'm out.
Delta, how did it pass? 4323 Delta, 1322. 